Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Harry Pell, and today we are studying Masechet Psachim Daf Kuf Aleph, that's Tractate Psachim Daf 101. The Machloket that occupies the majority of Amud Aleph, the first side of today's Daf, has to do with another issue that is essentially a Shabbat issue, and not a Pesach issue per se, and that is the question of repeating Kiddush at home after having already heard it in Shul, presumably on a Friday night. Apparently, since as early as the days of the Gemara, there has been a custom to include Kiddush over a glass of wine or grape juice as part of the Friday night synagogue service. The most common explanation for making Kiddush in Shul is that this Kiddush was designed to fill the needs of Jews who might have been passing through, using the synagogue as a hostel, and who would not have otherwise heard or been able to partake of Kiddush if not for this inclusion in the Friday night davening. The problem arises, though, when the individual who led the tefillot in shul returns home where he, or today she, would normally recite Kiddush. Does this individual repeat Kiddush in the place where he will ultimately actually enjoy his Shabbat meal, his Shabbat seudah, or is the Kiddush from shul sufficient? Moreover, even though the Gemara doesn't ask this question outright, if the Kiddush in Shul was sufficient, then repeating Kiddush at home, that could be a bracha lavatala, a wasted blessing, unnecessary use of God's name, given that the Kiddush back in the synagogue actually fulfilled the individual's requirement. The Machloket is introduced in the final lines of Kuf Amud Bet, that's page 100b. Otam b'nei adam shekidshu b'vet ha-kneset, amar rav yedei yain lo yatsu, yedei Kiddush yatsu. Those individuals who made Kiddush in the Beit Knesset, according to Rav, with regard to wine, they have fulfilled their obligation. But with regard to Kiddush, sanctification of the day, they have not. And Shmuel said, even with regard to sanctification of the day, they have not fulfilled their obligation. So, there are two aspects to Kiddush that we have to think about. The aspect of blessing over the wine, Yain, and the aspect of blessing over or recognizing the significance of the day itself, Kiddush. Rav feels that now having reached home and being about to eat the Shabbat meal, having made Kiddush and Shul does not fulfill the requirement to bless over the wine, but it does fulfill the requirement to bless over the day. While his bar plukta, his scholarly rival, Shmuel, feels that the Kiddush back in Shul was not sufficient for either blessing over the wine or the day. This leads to a natural question. Given that we know that Rav, who just said that Kiddush and Shul fulfills the expectation to bless over the day, just not the wine, why does he nevertheless expect Kiddush to be repeated once the individual gets home? The Gemara continues, Rav, lama For Rav, why does he need to make Kiddush at home? The Kiddush that he makes at home even though the one that he made in Shul would have been partially sufficient, just not over the wine, needs to be repeated at home in order to help fulfill his children and those who live in his house who didn't hear the, the Kiddush and Shul. And Shmuel, who holds that Kiddush and Shul doesn't fulfill either aspect of Kiddush at home, why does he support making Kiddush and Shul in the first place? The Gemara continues, Ushmuel, lama lila kadushe bevekanishta. And according to Shmuel, why make this Kiddush in the Beit Knesset to begin with? His answer, 
la puke orchim yedecho vatan, de'achlu, v'shatu, v'ganu, v'veikinishta. This is la puke, the Aramaic cognate of the Hebrew lehotzi, to help fulfill the, the obligation of orchim, guests, with regard to their chova, their obligation, that they ate and drank and slept in the Beit Knesset. This is again the theory that shoals were used as hostels for many, many hundreds of years. And ultimately, the Gemara asserts that Shmuel here is internally consistent with his philosophy as expressed elsewhere. Ve'azda Shmuel Latame. Shmuel goes according to his ongoing opinion on this topic. Di Amar Shmuel. As we learn that Shmuel said elsewhere, that Dala, that Di is very important. That means that that is not the original location of this teaching. This is a statement of Shmuel being brought in from somewhere else to support the contention that Shmuel is internally consistent. Di Amar Shmuel. As Shmuel said elsewhere, Ein Kiddush Ela B'makom Seuda. There is no Kiddush other than the one in the place where a meal is to be eaten. Savur minei, learn from this, it is logical from this, hane mile mi bait la bait. These words, this concept applies from one building to another, that ain kiddush alabim kom suda, there's no kiddush other than in the place where you were going to eat. Avab, mi makom le makom bechad beta, lo. But from one place to another place within a given house, under one roof, then no, lo, this, this concept does not apply here. And this is actually a very prominent concept in the Talmud, that you cannot make Kiddush in one place and then go eat your meal elsewhere. The Kiddush must be made in the place where the meal is going to be eaten. And we have a couple illustrations of how this worked. The first one comes in the name of Anan Bar Tachlifa. Amar lehu Rav Anan Bar Tachlifa, Zimnin Sagi'in Hava Ka'emna Kame Dishmuel, V'nachet Igre La'ara V'hadar Mekadesh. So this is actually a bit of a contrary example and we'll, we'll come back to this in a moment. According to Rav Anan Bar Tachlifa, Many times he was in the house of Shmuel, he was in the presence of Shmuel. Shmuel would recite Kiddush, in this case uh, he happened to do it apparently in the attic on the roof of the building, and then he descended to the ground floor to have his meal and made Kiddush again. So even with one, in one house, he does seem to be making Kiddush in multiple places. It's certainly an illustration that he believes that in Kiddush Elabim Kom Seuda, only the Kiddush in the place of the meal counts, but it is a little curious why he would repeat it from the attic or the roof to the ground floor. We have a couple other illustrations. One comes in the name of Rav Huna. Af Rav Huna Savar, Ein Kiddush Elabim Kom Seuda. He too agreed that it was logical that Kiddush only counts if it's in the place where the meal is eaten. De Rav Huna Kadesh, Vit Akrele Shraga. There was a situation where Rav Huna made Kiddush and then poof, his lamp was extinguished. And it's Shabbat, he simply cannot relight it. So he goes to somewhere else where there is a lamp. It happens to be that his son, Rabba, was getting married and had a separate home. He went there to eat his Shabbat meal. So when he gets to this new place where there is light, he now recites Kiddush again before having his meal there. From this we can conclude Rav Huna maintains there is no Kiddush other than in the place of the meal. One more illustration, Vaf Rabba Savar, even Rabba also maintains that there is no Kiddush except in the place where the meal is to be eaten. Amar Abaye, because we have testimony from Abaye about Rabba. Ki Havena Beimar, when I was in the home of my master, who was Rabba. Ki Hava Mekadesh Amarlan, when he would make Kiddush, he would say, Te'imu Mide, have a little food. Dilma Adazlitu Luushpiza, Mit Akra Lechushraga. 
Lo nafkitu He would say to me, this is Abai speaking about Rabbah, he would say to us as his students who are sort of guests in his house for Kiddush, but ultimately going to go home to their own homes to eat, eat a little bit after you hear Kiddush here, because what's going to happen if you go home, and you get home and your lamp will have been extinguished, and the, the light will have gone out, and you won't be able to make Kiddush at home, you really should eat a little here, so it'll count as your Seudah, so that your Kiddush here, the Kiddush you just heard me recite, will count for you. So we have ample evidence that Ein Kiddush Elabim Kom Seudah, the only Kiddush that is, uh, that is official is the one that is made in the place where the Seudah is going to be eaten. It's widely accepted. But coming back to that question then, why, according to Anan ben Tachlifa, did Shmuel repeat Kiddush when he went from his attic to his ground floor? The Gemara doesn't answer this, but according to later halachic sources, Kiddush may need to be repeated if a move within a house wasn't the original intention, or according to the Shulchan Aruch, if there isn't a line of sight from the place where Kiddush was made to the place where the meal is to be eaten, even if it's within the same house. Thank you and Yishar Koach. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Daf differently. Looking forward to sharing more of Masech Epsachim with you in the days ahead. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.